Strap on your sun hats and sharpen your trowels because we're welcoming plant whisperer and suspected ADHDer Karen into the pod loft for another guest episode. Karen starts us off with her inspiring ADHD journey in a glorious display of nonlinear thinking and shares some tips for creating a positive routine while embracing your consistent inconsistency. Then it's time for those classic segments where Karen divulges her quirkiest quirks and a hilariously upsetting river-based pizza secret. In Hobby Collectors, Karen and Kristen are getting knucks deep into the ins and outs of indoor plant care, while notorious plant murderer Grace stays mostly silent where she belongs. They'll be answering all of your plant-related questions, such as what plants are good for ADHDers and how often should I be watering them? Plus, we're finally addressing the not-so-hotly debated question that's on everyone's minds. Is it okay to put plants up your butt? The answer just may surprise you. They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them. That's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, If you forgot why you came in this room, or you're hypersensitive to touch, then put on your seamless socks, and come join our little flock. Bitches stimming together, we're weirds of a feather, weirds of a feather. Welcome. Welcome! This is Weirds of a Feather, an ADHD-adjacent podcast. I'm your host, Kristen. I'm your host, Grace. And today we have a special episode again. We have our third guest in the studio today. We're just rolling through guests, and it's great. I really like guests. I like guests as well. The pod loft is full of laughs and smiles. We (laughs) are welcoming our friend Karen onto the podcast today. Yeah, welcome, Karen. Hello. Hi, friends. (laughs) Thanks for hanging out with us today on this nice, like, sunny, but also a little windy kind of day. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is so exciting. We had a lot to talk about. This is our plant episode, too. Oh, my gosh. We didn't even talk. Yeah. A plant episode. Oh, she said it. Yeah. Plant episode is right. Is it plant episode? It's a plant episode. No. Plant episode. Yep. Thank you, Karen. Yeah. Thank you, Karen. Plant episode. Plant episode. We're going to take a poll about this. The P is silent. No, it's not. (laughs) (laughs) And at the same time, it's very pronounced. Yes. (laughs) Plant episode or plant episode. I think plant (laughs) Plant. Tissode you don't even know sense. anymore. No, I'm, I'm so confused. <laughs> I don't know what's that. We're going to take a poll on it, though. You said plant episode first. We're going with plant episode. Uh, no, it's plant episode. I feel uncomfortable. All right, um, Karen, <laughs> welcome to this plant episode. We are psyched to have you join us because unlike me, you are kind of a plant expert. You've been learning a lot about how to care for plants and you're very good at it. I feel like it's one of your hyper focuses. Mm. And so we, we're going to have you and Kristen answering some of the listeners' plant questions the listeners need to know. The listeners need to know this information. Thank you all who wrote in their questions on Instagram or email or TikTok or whatever. We appreciate that. And we're going to cover almost all of them. Yep. But before we get into plants, first, 
Karen, we want to hear a little bit about your own personal ADHD journey. Yay. So why don't you start us off with just like, I don't know, like who who are you? What's uh, yeah. what's going on up what's there? What's going on who with Karen? Uh, that's something I've been trying to figure out for majority of my life or right until right now, too. I still don't know how to answer that. But basically, I am a self-taught or I like to think I am a self-taught nail tech yogi that likes to do things with her hands and create things and make something out of nothing. And I'm still trying to put that in a category, but I don't seem to find one yet. So you can't I, be contained to yeah, a category. Yeah. Yeah. So I've done pottery once. I don't know that I'm a potter, but I like doing stuff like that and just learning different things. I'm still I didn't finish college, so I can't say I have any career or anything. I do work in construction. You have a I career. I do have a career. You see, a this thing. is new to me, though. All right. These are, these you, are, you have a lovely career. You I were actually do. working I this morning. Yes. Which is right. yeah, you're right. I better forget. than me. I <laughs> it's something that I forget because like, I feel like ever since you know COVID happened, it's just a lot of it, everything feels a little surreal. In a I way. think a lot like, of people also use their careers to define them, myself included. Like if they're like, who's Kristen? Oh, Kristen's a PA. I'm more than just a PA. Yeah. So I, I think yeah, that's great that yeah. first you start describing yourself not like based on careers. Yeah. No, I I don't want to define myself as just a title of something. I want to do more than that. But I, I feel like I have serious imposter syndrome with my job. Like I'm the only woman working in this branch here in this Heck yeah. field that's like dominated by men. And it's like, Take down Sometimes the patriarchy. I don't know if I'm being swindled or what. Like, do you think I'm stupid? Like, mm, I, don't, yeah. I don't know. But the job is real. I, the checks are coming in. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. I'm sure I you're doing an amazing great. job. I know you're doing an amazing I job. I know. I just, I forget. Because, of course, I focus on the things that I have left to do instead of what I have done and fucking yeah. have accomplished. Meanwhile, all those men are walking around like, doing the bare minimum. Pissing contest. Like, oh, I'm amazing. The <laughs> they piss all over the place. And I'm just like, why are you having a pissing contest with your customer? This is weird and uncomfortable. Men, man. Men. Ugh. All right. So why don't you tell us a little bit about ADHD Kind of, I know you're a suspected ADHD. -er. Yeah, you're our, you are our first guest on here who is a suspected ADHD. -er, and I think our listeners would really learn a lot from your story and really be interested in your story. A as am I. I am also interested. Well, uh, I'd start by saying curiosity, I feel like, feeds our brains. And I've always been curious for other stuff. And once I learn something, I'm kind of like... I want to master it or become obsessive with it. And I, you know, I push myself to do it. And then once I've mastered it, I'm like, all right, well, I did that and I'm bored of that. And what's next? And then I move on to certain things. So I feel like I've gone through most of my life going through these phases of learning things and kind of master feeling like I master them, but then also doubting whether or not I can even do it for like a profit or not even a profit, just for, you know, something that fuels my soul. So I'm constantly searching for something that, you know, gives me joy and plans for one of those things at one time, one time. <laughs> once in a lifetime they brought me so much joy in a time where i was super sad and super like in a dark place and alone or feeling alone and that was nice <laughs> what where did i come from <laughs> you tell me man <laughs> what? i'm just here for the ride yeah i'm just like enthralled i'm just listening uh. to you go so when did you first start to become suspicious of your ADHD? Like what made you start to think, hey, wait a minute, this could be me. So I grew up with my mom and my younger brother in the house. And my mom is, I suspect the shit out of her. Like she's definitely <laughs> sus. I she met her and I also <laughs> suspect her. <laughs> there is no way, no one in their right mind actually lives the way we do in our house, but it's awesome. And I wouldn't change it for the world. That lady is 
so she's taught me how to be so organized and like detail oriented and so thorough and like she's so generous and giving and like all these amazing qualities from her and so ever since i moved from new york i left most of my plants in her care because she is also a plant lady and my grandma before her it was also she is still alive god she's also a plant lady my grandma i'm sorry you're from like a generations of plant people yeah so my grandma She's from the Dominican Republic, so is my mom. They were both born over there. And there's in my grandma's house when you or her apartment, when you walk into her place, she's got these two giant peace lilies. And they're like Ooh. about four or five feet tall. And she's growing, she's grown them Whoa. indoors. And they just look so massive. They look like actual like plantain trees or Whoa. banana trees. But they're just peace lilies that have grown in her care. And she's always had plants around in her apartment. And then my mom also had like similar plants to her. And they only had a small selection and i kind of i think people's plant collection is like a portfolio of their way of seeing life and art or something like the foliage uh, is like it doesn't bode well for me Sorry. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, my, my portfolio is sad <laughs> i got a little pepper you got a, a lot of crusty leaves. leaves we don't <laughs> talk about the pepper plant <laughs> My goth plant is doing well. Goth plant's doing great. See, the peppers are not. The peppers are really forget about the peppers. <laughs> it's okay. Every I feel like it's all trial and error. All of it is. We just have to. The plants teach us so much if we actually pay attention. Like we just need to learn to let go. If it died, it died. It'll come again. Like it's a constant cycle of death and rebirth. So take it with a That's grain beautiful. of salt. It's just. It's true though. The plants do talk to us. We just have to learn how to listen. Yeah, for real. You know, what I've gotten the habit of doing is taking my plants to the point of near death and then bringing them back to life. And you see, I don't know. Don't you feel really good about that, though? When yeah, that but I kind of caused like I caused them like I buy the plant, I set them up and then they're instantly like, we hate you and we're going to die. And yeah, but- I eat them by until they're almost dead. And then they slowly come back to life. But that's, I don't know what you that says about that's me. Them, that's how they communicate with you. Like, hey, you're doing something really wrong to us. I do it different. Put you in my <laughs> little apartment and you hated it. Are, I have a question, though. Are you doing this on purpose, like for the control of it? Like an angel of no, death situation? No, where you, like, but I feel them to like the an angel of death. I feel Ooh. like an angel of Just death. Just so you can nurse them back to health. You, you know, know? you can talk to them, right? Like, you can tell them, hey, I have really good intentions for you. I want to love you. Love me back. And I had to do that with surprised. my alocasia because this thing, it's it, no matter what I do, it just hates me yeah i'm just gr- like what have i done talk to her talk to yeah. her all right Say let's her. get back on track okay before we keep talking about plants <laughs> okay more <laughs> because we will get to the plants we'll get to the plants yes but karen <laughs> <laughs> all right around what time like was it the last like year or so where you started to like really think about adhd and realize that all these traits that you'd had your whole life oh, yeah yeah that like actually were like oh this could actually be a thing i could actually have like a brain difference well yeah since i moved i'm from new york i'm from brooklyn it's a really chaotic city to live in period like you just grew up period <laughs> you grow up with this thick skin or this layer of like you know armor that you mm. walk but regardless i come up here a year i moved here in the august of 2020 and i came up here and i started realizing that life here is just so different to what it's like in brooklyn new york it's like there's so much peace up here Mainers are a low-key people. Not they, They're so kind, too. Yeah. Kindness. The kindness well, because we're so close so... to Canada, it kind of like rubs off on us, you know? <laughs> we're always apologizing for things. Oh, that's nice. I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Don't apologize that's my for theory. something you don't That's mean. my theory is because we're so close to Canada that... Well, Canadians also have a, f- a false 
kindness about them. Yeah, I didn't feel like. They, like take the Native Americans one. Yes. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, that's like a kind of a huge issue. It, they're like good. America, but they slap a smile on and yeah. say sorry a lot, and we're like they're so much nicer than us. But I think they're just like no, they just, just have as a bad as we system are. than we do. They have free insurance and fucking free yeah, school. They, at least so they, they make have, them, like they're happier for that. Paid sense. maternity leave. Yeah, which they is nice. They treat their people slightly better if you're a white person. I guess very true. Yeah. Yeah. If you're a white person. All right. Yes. Anyways, you moved up here. Whereas in America, <laughs> we treat everybody unkindly. Yeah. But especially, but it's, the people even more who so for people <laughs> yeah. who are not yes. white. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I I haven't made a point for America. Sorry. Okay. All keep right, going. You moved Karen, up sorry. here. No derailing. Yeah, no. You, so I you moved up here. I moved up here. You away, loved it. Away from. I did. I did. I moved from New York. I moved up here, and I moved away from my mom and my family. My family, my cousins were my best friends. Right. So. I basically removed myself or uprooted myself, not removed. I uprooted myself and planted myself here. And I realized that <laughs> not everyone thinks the same way we do. And <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> not everyone behaves the same way we do. And all these things that I thought were normal. And it's like, no, that's just how we function. And it's like, okay, it was, an, it was an adjustment. And I was like, all right. And then I started doing a little bit more of self-reflection and just like living here and realizing how... I want to live my life and not based on my surroundings or my environment, but based on what makes me happy. Kind of like my fucking plants, right? I don't want to get to plants again. <laughs> Enough with the plants, Enough. Enough. It's a plant episode. <laughs> yes. Right. Use every plant analogy you want. I'm telling you, the plants fucking teach you a lot. I but believe yes, you. You're not thriving. If you're not thriving, to be honest. Perfect example. I have. You know how they say New York is the greatest city in the world and all this stuff, right? I worked in this in these jobs that are were essentially good because I, I was able to get by, but I was also like floating, right? Like the water was like barely above, like, you know. So you're supposed to be doing great over there. But once I moved up here, I was in a better environment and not just for my mind, but like around me, just like I was able to strip everything that I thought was the end all and be all. And I started making my own life, which was a nice opportunity. It's it's it was a nice reset, and I am able to, I I get to choose who I want to be. I'm not who I was or the things I've done in the past, which is awesome. Every day I wake up, I can be whoever the hell I want to be. Like that's how I feel up here, and I that's the life I want to live. You know, a free life. I I feel like I don't want to feel trapped in a box or a square or whatever. I'm a fucking star. That's what I feel like. I'm you just, are a fucking star. <laughs> you are. I don't fit anywhere. <laughs> Being away from my mom, I feel like was a a big thing for me. Like. My my behaviors remind me so much of her. And because they're so different and so specific, it's like, wow. So she's, I, you know, I suspect her being ADHD for sure because she's just, she can never stay still. She's always constantly cleaning or like doing something. She can't stay still. She's always like helping people or like doing something and like hanging out with her friends or driving her friends here or there. Or, like, you know, and she doesn't have any free time. I feel like she just gives her free time. But yeah, that's besides the point. My mom's behavior. Do you think? Made me I'm sorry to mine. interrupt you, but yeah. um, do you think that because you grew up in a family, especially with your mom exhibiting these behaviors, maybe that's why it took you until like adulthood to oh, really yeah. realize that, like, oh, my brain works differently than others. For sure. Because you're just constantly surrounded by other people whose brain kind of vibes on the same level as yours. I feel like shortcuts, like things that you learn along the way that just make life easier. Mm -hmm. And so my mom just has like a safety box of like shit to make your life easier. And it's like, well, why would you do it that way when you could do it this way and like live a much happier life? Mm -hmm. So like over the time we've accumulated this uh, a safety, bo safety box of just like these a tackle box. Yeah. Like tool just box. Fucking, yeah. Like a tool. Like it, they're just tools and you use them if you want. 
I don't want to, why am I going to cry? That's okay. That's okay. Flow, man. Yeah. This is, this is a, this is the plan, planet fitness podcast. This is a judgment free zone. <laughs> Yo, don't call I it just, that. No, it's, uh, it's a bad analogy. This is a safe space. I'm sweating. Yes. My armpits are sweating. I'm, it's, it's I just miss my here. mom. Aww, <laughs> that's so sweet. That's all right. Let the emotions fly. This is yeah. a pod loft safe space. How about safe that? Safe space. Not Planet Fitness. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I don't go there on purpose because, no. I'm still paying for my membership. <laughs> don't give your money to these people. I, I, I got to get rid of it. I, <laughs> I got to get rid of it. Go, I they want you to go in person to do it. I don't want to go here anymore. I know. I, I can't go in money. person. I just I just don't want to. But I, I will. I will eventually do that. Yep. All right. Going back to ADHD, what ADHD traits did you notice in yourself or what are the biggest ones that you notice in yourself? They could be both positive and negative or not negative, but I guess the more difficult ones that you've had to kind of develop workarounds around. What are like some of your biggest ADHD traits? Well, I stated my first one is just that I'm so scatterbrained. Like, clearly, I'm sure if you've listened to this podcast, you can tell that I can go a mile of fucking minute anywhere in any direction at any moment. And it's just like, I'm a dog with a squirrel. Like, you know, <laughs> you have nonlinear thinking. Yes, yeah. there you, you go. You get a web brain. Putting... Yeah, <laughs> you web brain. Exactly. Yeah. That's how I see my neurons. They're just all yeah. connected. Like, oh, everything just lights up all at the same time. It's like, yeah. oh, can I just share all the shit that I just came into my brain? Yeah. And then a being web. a visual learner doesn't help because it's like all these freaking slides go on the powerpoint screen and it's like hey you guys have to see what the fuck is going on in, in, <laughs> in my brain um but uh i think for my mom i think empathy and resilience is don't you know, just talk about your mom though because i see that in I, you too and yeah. i know that you're, <laughs> you're deflecting, <also laughs> deflecting <laughs> but you are very empathetic you have that too what you the positive traits that you see in your mom i guarantee that we also see in you so I see you as an incredibly empathetic person who always just wants to like help people and uplift people. You're just such a positive, like you're literally the most positive person. You want to know, know why the positive. fuck I'm crying? Because I swear Grady's is my fucking therapist. That's what mine really too, yeah. <laughs> I should probably get a therapist for sure. <laughs> yeah, I am not licensed or qualified. Yeah, <laughs> but I'll well, do. Well, <laughs> I guess that kind of leads us to our next segment, you know, with your mental health and it doesn't have to be just ADHD what therapies and they could be medication or non-medication have you tried what works and what are you doing now like for your ADHD so, or I guess yeah particularly for your ADHD but if you got some of her anxiety hmm. roll that one over this way because yeah. I need something <laughs> yeah I'll get back to you on that one for anxiety because I don't fucking know that shit's a mind fuck but I'd say Having a, or yeah, having a routine or trying, you know, not succeeding every fucking day because that's just, that's just, what is it? Impo not impossible, but it's just unrealistic for all the, mm. for the roller coaster that I feel my life is, right? My emotions every day. I may, I wake up majority of the time in a really good mood and I feel like, especially when the sun is out, I feel like I am a whole new person and it's just like I feel more alive and I want to share that with the fucking world like I want everyone to know and I'm having the highest high of my life just being high off life right and also marijuana because marijuana <laughs> makes me a better fucking person I swear to god fight me on it Same. you can't oh I won't fight you on it <laughs> but I will I, smoke a joint with you yeah yeah or Yonga Borg I don't say it I say like that I'll have a glass of wine. Everybody's got a vice. And mine no, happens to you be gave caffeine. me quite some wine. I did give you a lot uh, of wine. Yeah, and I took and that shit back. And let me tell you, that kombucha the next day really did me good because I thought I was going to be hungover. Yeah. And I wasn't. I don't know it's what a magical I did. Elixir. It really I was is. not I would feel like shit with the amount of wine that I had. Usually, wine hangovers are my worst for some reason. Mm. Wine wine drunk is so fun, but the hangover is so bad. Yeah, but kombucha just saves your life. 
It does. <laughs> I gotta go invest in kombucha. You've converted you really me. Yeah. Find a taste that you like. I, yeah. Flavor, a taste. I, I do like the flavors. I think you with your kombucha, you only drink like a little bit of it. No, I, think I drink the whole thing. You drink the whole thing. Yeah, I, I think I can't get through like a whole bottle. I need like I could with that passion fruit one. I definitely could. I'll have to try. I'll have to try. Don't think of it as kombucha. Just think of it as a sparkling drink that you're, or a mocktail. I think the kombucha will take me. I guess like maybe I'm just a slow drinker when it comes to kombucha. It will like take me the entire day to get through. I was gonna say, do you find it? I find that when you're holding on to something, you know, you're more you're more likely to drink it. Just I get a straw. Yeah, I drink if if it's in a straw, it goes down really easy. Mm. All right, back to systems that help you manage yourself. So yeah, so routine is. Yeah. So a morning routine usually, because like, like I said, with the sun, you rise with the sun. I feel like that for me, I am a morning person. I feel like that's sometimes when I find my most product or my productivity be really increased. I don't know how to put words sometimes into a sentence. <laughs> it's that's all right. You're in the right place. Uh, you, <laughs> get, you get it. Right? <laughs> we get um, it. Our listeners get it and we get it. <laughs> so I like to journal and I like to do yoga in the morning because I've majority 89 or 90% of the Wow, one percent difference, Jesus! Eighty-nine percent of the time, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, um, all right, say ninety percent of the time after I journal and write, just you know, simple, three simple things that I'm grateful for, and a few affirmations that kind of like put me in a better mindset before I even get out of bed. Or actually, that's a lie. I get out of bed and then I do it because I tell myself, okay, you can't make the bed until you journal. So then I journal and then make the bed because I have to give myself cues like that. Mm. Otherwise I forget. It's like leaving a drawer. Like you ever leave the fridge door open when you go get something and someone goes close it for you and you forget that you were going to put something in there. I'm the one who closes the fridge door. So well, talk to Ian. I leave it open because I know I'm going to put this damn thing back when I finish. And if the door is closed and I'm just going to forget or unless it's in my hand, but Whatever. There's just like certain cues that I give myself. It's almost like you have little rituals that you do. Yes. That's what it sounds that work like. for me. Yeah, that work and for no you. One else. <laughs> and, that, and that's fine as long as it works. What do you think your biggest struggle with ADHD is? Staying consistent with anything. Yeah. And okay. Yeah, like things that make me that make me happy, like things that give me joy. It's hard to stay consistent with those yeah. things, even though I know I like them. Same with food. It's hard yeah. for me to have it like i forget all the foods that i like however healthy or not healthy they are like it's just out of sight out of mind for me kind of it's kind of annoying really so you you forget to eat i do forget yeah, to eat. look often. at me this morning yeah, yeah. I, just, <laughs> I just got up and went straight to work and just completely forgot that i should probably have some something to eat if i'm going to be out on the whole day and I didn't. I just brought my water with me, my emotional support water bottle. And <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I know the struggle. Yeah. Well, Karen, also, I know that when you and I first kind of started to talk about ADHD, too, one of the big things that got you thinking like, wait a minute, I could also have this, is that you and I would talk about not only like forgetting to eat, but also forgetting what foods you like mm. and how we have these like staples that we build in every day. But then if you don't eat them every day, it's like you forget even what the most simple, your favorite foods of all time, you just like forget about them. And so, you know, trying to create some kind of visual to remind us of what foods we even like. But I remember that as one of the things that's like such a weird trait that before you knew it was ADHD, I'm sure you were like, why, why would I forget? Yeah. Like what a weird thing to forget that I like cheese exactly. or whatever. But so I remember Hard that. Boiled as- egg. It was HPEs. It was HPEs. <laughs> I was like, why do I, how do I forget that I like boiled eggs? They're so fucking simple. They're so easy. They're, <laughs> they're, they're great. Good. They're healthy. Right. Like, why? Yeah. Yeah. Why do I struggle having breakfast when I know what breakfast foods I like? Mm. You know, HBs are a good staple. Just a little pro tip out there. <laughs> yeah. I like I, to have mine with apple cider vinegar because of my mom. She, she I'm taught. not judging you. I just said I'd never heard of that before till today. Well, I'm taking it over her. She actually tastes really good. I like them. I will 
consider it. Yep. Slice them in half, a little salt and pepper. And then my last question is, what do you think your greatest strength is in relation to your ADHD? What do you think your ADHD like brings to the table, I guess? Oh, I feel like, oh, this was tough because I've got, I feel I've got like a, lot I a lot I could say about you, yeah. but I, I, I would like to hear your opinion on that. Uh, I'd say my ability to do or to carry a large tray of a lot of tasks. I don't know why. Like, I'm not supposed to use my brain as a to-do list, but if I focus or I want to do all these things, I will make sure that I do them. And it just like I can't stop until I do it and not... Let me correct myself. That sounds that's that's a false statement because <laughs> there are a lot of things that I want to do that I should do that I don't. But my ability to balance, I think juggle juggling and then trying to be good at the same time at all those things because I don't like disappointing and failing. It just makes me feel like that's a bad reflection of me. And I, you know, I know that I should just take all the fucking flaws with it, but. Who likes flaws? That shit's annoying. <laughs> I think that's surprising because I think a lot of other uh, people that we've talked to with ADHD have said the opposite, where like it's really hard to juggle multiple things at once. It's very easy to hyper focus on one particular little oh. thing. But juggling multiple things at the same time seems to be I think that's a struggle for anyone. So I think that's really that's great. That's unique. And that's that's fantastic. I'm glad that you're good with that. Yeah, that's, I, I, I find it. Cre- I don't know how, but I sometimes feel like. I'm an octopus, depending. I mean, I think the marijuana really does help. Though, I would it love does, to be an octopus. You know, it I always, felt really fucking cool. And you know, there was a, it, I wasn't hallucinating or anything. I was just in a in a weird mood of being able to function in, at different things and tackle a few things at the same time. That sounds crazy. No, I but know I what you mean. I feel like sometimes you just like get in that zone where it's you like it's like hyper focus plus multitasking where yes. I'm like zipping around. I'm doing that and I'm doing exactly this. Exactly what I'm, I'm like, talking half about. Half finishing this, half finishing that. It's like, oh, don't forget to fucking vacuum there. Boom. Yeah. Pull the vacuum out. Leave it there so that you could see it later and then you know that you have to fucking vacuum so you don't forget. And then yep. boom, boom, boom. Like you just start boom, boom. Like just target everything just is connected. In there. I feel like I have like two days like that every month. I'm sure it's yeah, connected it's to my hormones That's, and period. Yes. But I feel like I have like one or two days where I'm like, I am a super human. <laughs> and I'm getting like, yesterday. I've done all the my, my whole like months long to-do list I done agree. in one day. I think our hormones, our hormone levels definitely have an effect on our productivity and our create and all this stuff. Like they do we, our moods and everything. So absolutely. We have our days and I think I hyper-focus really like, don't get me wrong. When I have a lot of things to balance, I do stress myself out all really fast mm. i can get overwhelmed easily like, i don't even know where to start or where to begin and it's like all the mess it's like i have to make a bigger mess to understand how to figure it out but yep it's weird i feel that mm. something i want to work on and that i want to learn about and i'll definitely talk about it on the podcast if and when i do is working with your hormones there's a lot or not a lot i've come across a few different people who have ADHD and talk about working with your hormones, especially when you have ADHD, because like you said, it impacts our ability to like function for the day. It impacts our consistency. And so instead of expecting that consistency from ourselves, this every single day I do this routine, kind of going with that flow of our hormones and knowing that, okay, on Wednesday, that should be the day that I like have that superhuman day. And I can really like use that to my advantage and get a lot of stuff done. And then on a day where I, it looks like I have a big dip, not putting pressure on myself to get all the shit done and giving yourself that permission will yeah. like make those big days better and the low days much easier. I love Are the sound you... of it. It's like living in harmony with your body. Yes. Yeah. In yeah. tune with. So almost like you're feel. tracking your ovulation, but instead of to get pregnant, you're trying to do tasks. You're trying yeah. to live your best yeah. life. You're trying oh, that's to thrive. Great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've never really thought about it like that before. Yeah, you get to take it easy <laughs> on the days that you're supposed yeah. to take it easy. And then on the days that you feel like you might be able to have yeah. a little bit more energy, you yes. try it then. Yeah. Cool. I'm not trying to get pregnant though. Cause like Kristen Same. likes to say, I am my own baby. I am 
we are each other's babies, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't need anymore. We don't need anymore. Just trying to help myself first. Yeah. No, I want to be selfish with my time for a little bit longer. Absolutely. I know when I'm ready, I'll be ready yeah. or whatever. I've got my It'll plants come. and my cats. And my mom is desperate. Everyone's desperate. I am not. No. Oh, not at all. Yeah, I still feel like they all a child. wish it on me. It's weird. Uh, Why no. do you wish that on me? That's I know. You know what it does. Here's what my mom said before. So Ian and I were living at my or have been living at my parents' house for a little bit while we're in the transition period. Transition. <laughs> while we're in the transition period of getting a house, but before we moved in with them, my mom, who knows who I am, she's like, "Yeah, I always wanted you and Ian to like have grandkids for us soon, but after living with you guys for a couple months." I don't know if you're ready. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I told you. <laughs> so that That's was kind of comforting statement. in a weird way. Uh, thanks, I'm like, I'm glad you can acknowledge that my executive functioning is fucking terrible, even just like literally taking care of myself. <laughs> so thank you for not putting that yeah. on me. All right. Uh, shall we do a long and awkward transition? Yes. How should we transition? Karen, we've been struggling with transition yeah we i know i listen to you guys in the car and i just sing along with you transition <laughs> <laughs> that's perfect that's great that's great every time i think of the word transition i just think of transition <laughs> <laughs> all right i think that's a good transition. all right there you go all right welcome back welcome back <laughs> welcome back <laughs> oh that felt good yeah it's right nice to transition like that uh, so abruptly yeah, sometimes you just need a hard, abrupt transition. Smooth transitions are for suckers. <laughs> True that. All right, it's time to get into those fun, funky segments. Yee. So, like always, we're going to start with uh, little accomplishments. Little accomplishments, but big in our hearts. Yay! Hey, <laughs> we have like a communal accomplishment this week, which Ooh. is kind of nice. We haven't had one of those. Ever. Since, well, <laughs> I was going to say since Ian's episode, but that no, was quirks. That was a quirk. Yeah. It was a communal quirk. So we yeah. have a communal little accomplishment. A commune accomplishment. I like it. Commune I'll let you ride. Commune accomplishment. Com a Yeah, everybody's going to follow along. <laughs> right, so Karen, do you want to tell us about what our communal learning loaf was? Yeah, that was oh, like our communal <laughs> <laughs> Our communal Whoa. accomplishment called a learning loaf. Yes. yes, it was called a learning loaf for fun reasons. I don't re remember why. I forget why. The story is stupid. It was just me and Gracie taking a joke way too far. Yeah. <laughs> like everything. Yeah. I like so it. Like most things here at the Woke. It's just us <laughs> taking a joke too far. Well, yeah. it was fucking awesome. It yeah. was my first time experiencing something like that. And uh, we all created a PowerPoint, which I'm really proud of. We did a fucking awesome job. I, those things. I learned so much. Relearned how to do PowerPoint. Same. I hadn't done one since yeah. like 2012. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I dropped out of college. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> so fuck you. I'm not stupid. You're not going to tell me I'm not smart. <laughs> fuck you. Stick it to the man. Yeah. He so was on, a man. on this last Saturday, we got together with it was us and our friend Gracie, and we did something that we have dubbed the learning loaf mm. where we come together and we all have created a PowerPoint about a different topic that we it was like to a teacher on about trend, right? Like from like six oh, months ago, yeah. from right? a long, like longer than that, longer yeah. than that, where everybody were, was making like PowerPoint presentations about fun topics. And so like the millennials huh. we are, we said, perfect. It's been about a year since this was trendy. <laughs> so now it's time for us to jump on in. <laughs> yeah. It's like when things show up on TikTok first and you find them on Instagram like weeks later. Yeah. Like, oh, I, I found yeah. it. 
Yeah. Oh God, are we Instagram in this analogy? Yeah. <laughs> At least we're not Facebook. Yeah. 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 So we all made a PowerPoint. I was proud of us for actually following through on it. I was like, ah, am I actually going to do this? <laughs> but I did. We all did. I'm I'm so surprised with myself and with all of you. And I hope you don't take offense to that. No, it was no, so it's a surprise to me as well. <laughs> it was awesome. I had spent the previous day because, of course, I procrastinated till the very last possible second. Same. And I also did mine on Friday. Hyper-focused so hard. And I did the PowerPoint within the morning. The next morning, I put it all together. Well, majority, whatever. Point is, I finished the morning of. And that was so much fun. I learned so much from all of these, all of our topics, which were... I know. I yeah. wish I took... Gracie took notes. And I gotta... I'm jealous that she took did. notes. Maybe we could start some kind of like Google Drive for the for the learning loaf. A loaf like drive, our, A Google ooh, loaf. A Google loaf. <laughs> there where we, we keep all of our loaf notes. <laughs> <laughs> I like That's it. perfect. Yeah. And yeah. oh, the other part of the learning loaf that not all of us follow through on, looking at you, Kristen, is we're supposed to bring a item, oh, a loaf-like item, I, a bakery good. I, did, I, I totally that missed that part of the good. conversation. Moist. And I, I just showed That's up convenient. with like three bottles of wine and I called it a day. Yeah. It was a moist cake. <laughs> it was <laughs> yeah, a wet cake. cake. It was a, a wet cake. cake. That's wet. Good, yeah. some wet cake. Gracie made a uh, looks only uh, sourdough loaf. Yeah, not bread. fit for eating. And yeah, she put her glasses on it and actually it learned cute. loaf. It was yeah. so awesome. Yeah, and then you brought croissants. Croissants. Yep. So and I brought nothing. You're you welcome. brought wine. You brought the wine. I did bring wine, but yes. I did not bring a loaf. I didn't bring a loaf either. Mine was like the cake. But it wasn't really, yeah, but we it was, call it wet, but it was just it moist was just cake. Like he was just going the word moist, cake. which I would it never understand. It was so good, though. It yeah, was. It was good. So, so yeah. we finished it. Yeah. yeah. Good that job. That was our little accomplishment. That was our little accomplishment. Go us. Yay. Mm-hmm. All right. Do you want to get into our your quirks? Not our quirks. Just Karen quirks. I'm only sharing my quirks? Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. We share and our quirks all the time. Karen's doing something different. She has chose to sing rather than kazoo. Finally, yeah. someone joins me in what? the terrible singing. She's a, a trendsetter, or, or not a trendsetter. You're the second you, one in this trend. I'm the original trendsetter. Yeah. And you are my first disciple. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that just came to me as I was talking. There, that's perfect. It feels right, though. Yeah, that feels good. You're, yeah, disciple number one. Yeah. All right, let's crack into that song. All right, let me get my, let me get my little kazoo out. I'm just, I'm a lone kazoo. <laughs> Some people call me spacey, some people call me fun, but I'm just quirky. Yay! That was really oh. loud. I think that went well. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Good job. I didn't say the wrong word. No, you got yeah, it. You, you got nailed it. it. Nailed it. Finally, someone to join me in singing. That was lovely. That was so much fun. All right, so Karen, you're a pretty quirky gal. Why don't you tell us some of those quirks? <laughs> sure. So, <laughs> I make up my own lyrics to songs because I don't know why. Actually, there is no because. I just do. It's part of who I am. Uh, I'm really good with sounds. And sometimes if I'm looking for a song that I want to hear, I just play it over and over and over and over and over until I actually play it on my Spotify. And then I will stop singing it. But in the meantime, while I'm looking for it, I'm just filling it in with whatever words match with the same amount of syllables that the song requires. And I make up my own lyrics, and sometimes my Brendan looks at Brendan's my husband. Yeah, oh. I can say that. Now. Newlyweds, yeah, newlyweds. Yeah. Yeah. We need a newlywed bell. <laughs> ding ding. Oh, I'm gonna have newlyweds. I don't know if we need a specific bell. For I'm gonna buy a newlywed bell. <laughs> All right, go it ahead. will ring once. Go oh, ahead. Yeah. Okay. He, yeah, he. I had to ask him what my quirk was, and that's what he mentioned because I forget. 
I, sometimes it's hard for me to, you know, look at myself from a different person. Like, well, what is quirky? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, what life. did you think our song was? Our, our intro oh, song? Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, what's that? Uh, how does it go? Oh, um, if you forgot, if you okay, forgot why you came in this room. Forg- <laughs> <laughs> Karen just told us this this morning. This morning. <laughs> I, for as long, for as long as this podcast has been alive, <laughs> I have thought that the intro song says, if you fork out why you came in this room and you're hypersensitive to touch this whole time, I thought there was a fucking fork and I'm a visual fucking thinker. So of course I pictured, you know, me with a fucking fork in my hand, digging into my brain and figuring out, Oh, I remember why I came into this room. Like, I don't, that doesn't apply to me. That I don't common that. phrase of digging a fork, fork into your brain. Yeah. When you fork out why you came in this room. <laughs> I can't. I just spit everywhere. I'm sorry. <laughs> But it makes sense. I like if you fork out why you came I, into Yeah, it's room. like, yo, you know how hard it is to figure out why the fuck you came into that room? Like, you gotta fork, you fork that it out. Yeah, like, yeah. yo, that takes skill. I was like, yo, nah. We might have to change four. Yeah, I think we might have to go back. Came. Where's Steve? We need him to redo the song. I know. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right, Me quirk fork. number two. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I hyper focus on my problems. If there isn't a solution or if I don't find a solution, I will continue searching until I do. And it's annoying because last night, for example, I could have been in bed about maybe more than 30 minutes before the time I actually went to sleep. But it's because I was looking for something I misplaced and it was our bowl. <laughs> and that wasn't me. It was Brendan, I'm sure. Cereal bowl, right? Yes. No, no. Your favorite cereal bowl. Yeah. You couldn't find she it. Needs, she can't sleep without it. And you know what? <laughs> you know what? I... <laughs> <laughs> you would think the way I was searching for that shit frantically. I went to the basement two or, th- or three times. I don't even fucking know. I just know that I went more than I should have. And I just like should not have looked as hard. I never found it, by the way. I, I did not find it. Oh, it's still missing? It's still missing. MIA. It, and it's going to be so funny when it pops so up. How are you going to eat your cereal? I <laughs> Good thing. You know, you ever have those like cereal bowls that have like a straw in it and you could drink your milk? Uh, syrup? No. It's not allowed uh, here. Uh, That's one of your things. That's right. You guys don't like bananas either. Uh, I like <laughs> banana. I don't like fake banana. Yeah. And you will not be drinking milk around me. All right. And Karen, tell us that quirk number three that I've been very excited for you to tell on this podcast. Uh, it, it hurts a little bit, but it's funny now. Uh, <laughs> when we got married at City Hall, we treated ourselves to a really nice trip to the Dominican Republic, to Punta Cana. And we were so excited to go. And we get to the airport. We didn't check in before because we were just so busy. Our parents were all together in the same room for the first time in many, 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 many years. And it was a lot to take in. And it was, you know, we wanted to rest and relax on a beach. We're getting married. Yeah. Big thing. Yeah. Where's our bell? Where's your fucking bell? Where's our newlywed bell? (laughs) Ding that thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we didn't check in prior. We were just so tired. So we went to sleep. We wake up the next day really fucking early get to the airport and after there's the panic it's like hey everyone was on the new jersey flight of six ten get up here and we tried checking in and she says your flight i don't see your flight I'm like, oh here's our confirmation number she's like well your flight's not until march 24th not february 24th so <laughs> oh my god 
I oh, we froze. No. You you couldn't see my face because I was wearing a mask. But if you seen my face, you would have just. She probably would have let me. She would have let me through. But no, it, she was oh, like, "There's my. nothing. I, I can't. I can't help you." I, and then at that point, it really sank in, and I was like, "You you guys fucked up. You what the fuck? What? How do you fuck up this bad? You already booked your reservation for the right dates. Why does your flight not match?" And uh, I just think we were just overwhelmed by all the tabs that we had open and. I don't know. So don't you know. didn't go to Punta Cana. No, we didn't. No. We're, Are you going? Yeah, we're still going. We're going in ten days. Yeah, March twenty fourth. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. as intended. <laughs> you know, we were everything. I'm sure everything happens the way it should. But it was so every step I took away from the airport, rolling my bag away from uh, the airport oh, to the car that's in like, the cold fucking weather. So, Probably at like six a.m. You're like already yeah, in yeah, shorts. Crack of dawn, bro. <laughs> yeah. I was watching the sun rise. You've got your uh, like your your sunglasses and I was sun hat. So on. happy you to, to be married over for and like a snow just, cap. Yeah, we were so ready for this fight. You should have. Mm. <laughs> we will still have it. We'll. It's fine. I'm so sorry to hear that, Karen. It's really, I really don't. disheartening. Yeah, it's my first time. It was our first time ever doing something. We both share the blame. It's not just my fault or his fault. We did it together, and we're a team. You know what? You guys are so fucking quirky. Quirky. <laughs> so quirky. A whole month. Booking the wrong flight. <laughs> that reminds me of Ian uh, taking his car in like three weeks oh, early. Oh, yeah. But like so much on a much higher level. Oh, yes. You know what pisses me off the most is like, it's called a confirmation ticket or like you we didn't confirm confirmation like you were so confident you're like we got it no i was so <laughs> confident like oh yeah i don't have to check in shit we booked this like three four weeks ago like we were so prepared no you fucking weren't <laughs> oh, oh karen i'm so quirky sorry for laughing at your pain but it is really it's just funny. like a classic adhd <laughs> mix them up you mix them up a month later. Yeah. Yeah. It didn't feel great to ruin my honeymoon. Yeah, but yeah. isn't going, it's going to feel so much better when you get back to the airport and you're like, we're back. Yeah, I want to go to the same bit of like, let's find me now. Look, at, look for my name. Look for the thing? confirmation number. I've confirmed. Yes. <laughs> I don't even want to think about it. I'm just so excited. I am looking forward to it. We're, we, we're very excited. I feel like we have something else to look forward to after that fuck up. So, yeah. That's great. That cool. You still yeah. get to go. You yeah, still get to go. I'm so quirky. <laughs> You're so quirky, Karen. And speaking of quirky, let's get into that terrible hobby collector song. Yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to need a reminder. <laughs> we had two. You can do the chicka 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 chicka. Or you can do the. Should we have her say that these are the collectors yeah, 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 and these yeah, are the yeah, hobbies? Yeah. All right, ready? <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> oh, that's oh much better than mine. What? I want to have you do that part. Can I, can, all right, can, can I you just do, do it with you guys? And then when you point at me, I do the, okay. That's yes. like exactly. That's like. Man, our guests <laughs> once again like one-upping us. <laughs> I, we're the, we're wor the worst people at every single part, Good but we stop. do this. It's we embarrassing. Play. All right. You can so start us Karen whenever. The, yeah, you do, you do the drum. Yeah. I'm not going to do anything. No, you should. I think no, we all should. I want you to do it. These are the collectors and these are their hobbies. Welcome to Hobby Collectors. It's the Plantisode. Plantisode. Don't know where Kristen. I have no say. Nope, sorry. Uh, we're talking about plants, specifically house plants. Do you have them? <laughs> <laughs> well, do you? <ya? laughs> <laughs> to pull a cl classic Kristen line. <laughs> 
So this hobby collectors, Karen and Kristen will be giving their plant advice to everyone. And I will just kind of sit here and keep my little mouth shut. Well, no, you've got questions too. I've got questions. I do not have answers. Yeah. Don't ask. Ask your questions. We've got got categories we wanted to talk about and we'll go through them. But the categories are watering, sun, fertilizer, and plant types. And then we'll get into how we get started and stuff like that. Any all. Karen, how long have you had plants? Wow. Why, why didn't I think of that before coming on this episode? Huh? Uh, it's been about, I want to say, four to five years. Going on five years. Yeah. It started with an avocado seed. Oh, I no was, way. Yeah, I was very curious when I saw a Pinterest post about uh, avocado that had sprouted in a cup of water. And I was yeah. like, wow, I can grow a tree in my house. I want to do this. It looks pretty. And I like avocado. Did you, were you able to do that? Yeah, it grew. It was my baby. I actually nurtured it. And I highly think that when you talk positive to a plant or even a seed, your energy is contagious, your energy transfers, and they receive that. And the intention was for it to grow because I wanted it to, to grow. And granted, I maybe got lucky with a seed because not all seeds sprout, but that one did. And it grew into a nice tree and I took care of that tree for a very long time. And then I killed it and I learned what not to do yeah. with that plant now. It's a circle of life. Exactly. Yeah. But with that plant came more uh, plants because, <laughs> of course, that one was <laughs> a little dicting. lonely. They're yeah. Dicting. That one was a little lonely. And so I got myself a snake plant, not myself. I got the avocado plant, a snake plant because it needed a partner. <laughs> needed a it friend. needed company. Yeah. yeah. And so actually plants thrive more when you have them in groups because they feed off each other's energy and uh-huh. there are positive energy so also i other. heard it helps with like the humidity if there's more plants like yeah, if you get it. a bunch of bodies in a room they're gonna yeah they're air purifiers heat. natural air purifiers yeah i start i think i started in grad school i started with like herbs so i started like basil nice. and rosemary and we just had like the perfect windowsill and then once I went out west, uh, um, I started with like bonsais and stuff as, please see our bonsai episode. I think it's episode two? Episode Maybe. two. Yeah. And then I started with bonsais. And then once COVID hit, I was like, I got to get into like these these leafy plants that everybody's talking about. And here I am. But yeah, I think uh, I got a bunch of questions on Instagram. I got some texted to me. I was going to talk about a couple things my mom keeps doing wrong, even though I tell her it's wrong. She won't listen to me. Thanks, mom. But yeah, thanks, audience, for sending in your questions. I think the most common one was how often do you water? I think it very much depends on the plant. Same. Yeah. I totally agree. Do you have like a trick to figuring out? Yes. So it, I think every, to do figure you do out finger, how much to water. Yeah, plants? I like finger my plants. Yeah. I think everyone has a preference. <laughs> And some people don't like getting their hands dirty. So, yeah. you know, there's these moisture meters that they come with I pH. have one. I, I, have I, one I just suck. Yeah. I just, I mean, yeah, if you really hate getting your hands dirty, exactly. maybe you don't have plants. But yeah, because you do have to get a little dirty to take care of them. Like, you know, but it's not something crazy. Like uh, if you want to get a moisture meter, like the only reason I got that was because I was really trying to take care of my monstera, my bigger plants, like the monstera yeah. and the bird yeah. of paradise. Like those they like to have their soil to be moist and not yeah. go dry out completely between watering. So that's something. And I learned, I use it to learn the plant's behavior. And then I just stopped using because I learned what she, how often to water yeah. her, like how quickly does her soil dry out. Yeah. And then these are just things that you pick up with time, like communicating with the plant, like learning how its foliage behaves and all this stuff. Right. Right. I do. I, I guess I'm not as great as a communicator as you are, but I do. I do like uh, the finger test, depending on how big the pot is. So my like smaller pots, I do just to your, your first knock. Mm-hmm. 
And then for my bigger pots, I try to like squeeze my finger in all the way to the second knock. Yeah, that's a good rule. Um, and then if it fingers. feels cold or damp, then you're good. And if it doesn't, then you got to water that. Except for my peace, Lily, because she's a dramatic bitch and we can talk about her later. Can I throw in one little tip that I learned that this probably seems like very common sense, but you never know what is common sense. Yeah. That you should not water your plant before it's about to be in the sun, right? Because that'll like, that'll increase it, how much it dries up. So you shouldn't like water yeah, your plants like the in sun the morning. Will, yeah, the sun oh, will Oh, I evaporate. heard you should water your plants in the morning. They say It'll before the sun comes out. So oh. before, like, Who has time like, for that? Well, I water mine at night. Farmers. Yeah, farmers, farmers get up early. Oh, well. They, yeah, so me, the sun dries night up. plants. The, yeah. They always say not me. to water them at plants at night either. Oh, but well. Yeah. They say the best time is in the morning before the sun comes out so that they have time for the soil to absorb the water as opposed to the sun just like drying it with its heat. Yeah. I guess with my plants, if I don't water them at night, they're not getting water, so they're going to have to deal. I love them, but they they can't be too picky. Hmm. I had another question about, uh, specifically, I told one of my coworkers, thank you, Danielle, about, and I guess I just, like, mentioned this to her, and I, like, ran off, and I didn't really explain it, but I told her, I gave her a plant, I gave her pothos, and I was like, oh, it's in, like, a nursery pot, and I was like, so you can easily butt chug it, and then I just ran away, and she's like, can you please explain (laughs) what that is, (laughs) Um, and so that's in reference to top watering versus bottom watering. Grace, do you know what either of those are? No. Okay. So there's two different techniques to do watering. So top watering, it's, it's you know, you get a watering can, you water it from the top, the water goes down, the roots absorb it. Up, 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 up. Bottom watering, you can also do, if you have a pot with holes in the bottom, you can you put you it. You should, you should you always You should always have, have pots yeah. with holes in the bottom. Despite how cute the pot is, if it does not have a doesn't hole, have a do hole, not buy it. Don't unless, get it. Unless you want to keep your plant in a nursery pot. Right. Eventually, obviously, if it outgrows, make sure it's a bigger pot because you want to repot unless you want to change the pot the plant that's in it anyway yeah yeah if it has if it doesn't have a hole i don't recommend yeah don't you'll kill your plant you can put them in a larger bowl of water or like fill up your sink or something and then you just dunk them in and then they'll absorb the water from the bottom i I would i would leave the top let's say the top inch of the pot outside of the water and just let it slowly absorb instead of submerging the whole pot in water just yeah don't yeah. submerge the pot. Don't submerge. Well, you'll just, lose all yeah. your soil. It'll be a mess. But yeah. yeah. And then that way, um, it keeps some leaves are a little bit sensitive to water. They don't like to have water on them. Water can be a little acidic for their Yeah, acidic and, and or they'll like mold. So um, I think big plants with that are like ferns, right? No, ferns really like moisture. Africa, the African violet for sure does not mm-hmm. have water on her leaves. So like if the sun, because they like the sun, but mm-hmm. if the water touches her leaves, it leaves like a bleached mark on oh, it. Oh, really? Yeah. So really? Like, you can see the, the water droplets if you do. Oh, like, shoot. Yeah. yeah. My sun. staghorn fern, who I have an emotional bond with, I don't know if my staghorn fern knows that, but I'm very much attached to it. Likes moisture, so I like put it next to a humidifier. Mm. Does not like water on the leaves, so I have to. I, I don't really bottom water it. I kind of get the shower and I hold it kind of sideways because the pot I have it in is like actually an orchid pot, so it's very holy, like lots of holes. It's porous, and then I just spray the crap out of the thing. 
Nice. But yeah, bottom watering, you water it from the bottom or some people call it butt chugging. And I guess that's not the official (laughs) term. I've never heard this term. You never heard it called butt chugging? In all my years. (laughs) (laughs) I've never heard it. I just thought that was like the common, like the slang terminology that everybody knew. Oh, but it is now. Uh, Well, now I have to stop telling people to butt chug their plants. (laughs) Are people looking at me weird? Well, because butt chug already has a meaning and it means to... Take in alcohol to, for your butt. Yeah, but also you for know sure, a lot of people like to plants shove taken. things in their butts often. So don't give people ideas. Ooh. Plants don't want to be in people's butts. <laughs> yeah, no, that's hot tip from Karen. <laughs> hot plant tip. Plants do not want to be plants in your butt. Do not want to be in your butt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so another question Danielle asked me is: she has all these windows in her house but she doesn't feel like her plants are getting enough sun. And how does she know how much sun is good for the plant? And can she bring her indoor plants outside? So I think a good way to gauge, depending on the plant, obviously, I always say that, but it's true. Reading the foliage on the plant, I think is important. If the sun, so some plants can get sun stressed and they'll just be really dramatic. And just like, even though you've just watered them and they're like doing something funny with their foliage, then that chances are you, they don't want, they don't like where they are and they want to be moved to a different location. So try a different window, your different side of your house. Like you want to consider where it's a north facing or east facing, like depending on what the plant likes, try to like mimic the environment that it thrives in. Yeah. The, the south facing windows, right? Cause that's morning. Those are, I've heard that's the best. The best. Yeah. Cause it, it's morning sun. It's more exposure. It's yeah. a longer day. Longer day. And west facing is a lot of sun, but it's a lot of like harsh it's afternoon harsh, yeah. it's, sun. That's exactly. all my plants have west facing. And they'll, so then when, you, when that's the case, just try to pull your plants further back from the right. window. Some of them so really, really like that because they're highlight yeah. plants like the bonsais really like the sun. But the other ones I kind of pull back. Yeah. The And, and then north facing is the least amount of light. So yeah. if you have a plant there, you just got to make sure it's something that can handle a lower light condition. And I also heard this is what I learned on TikTok. You always want to make sure your plants have a view of the sky just because... They're in a bright room. They just need to have a view of the sky. In like low light plants, still like, like light. still like light. They just they can handle low light conditions, but they would prefer to have more light. Yeah, let's like if you're putting a plant if you're in office or like with fluorescent lighting, it'll survive there, and it might push out like you know a vine, maybe a pothos would survive great. It's fine, right? But it will thrive and it will do better if it was if it was in the perfect conditions with sunlight and right. water, and right? So. It's like when you're not taking your vitamins and you're eating like shit, like you're probably going to reflect that. And maybe when you change that around, you might feel different. Mm. And the plants also do that. So if it says low light, that doesn't mean it has to be in low light. Otherwise, it'll do poorly. It means it can survive in low light. But ideally, like I wouldn't kill it if I took a low light quote unquote low light plant and put it in more sunlight. If anything, I would put a low light plant. I would just put it in indirect sunlight where it's not being immediately hit by the sun. Okay. And it's just getting, you know, right. a dust of sun. <laughs> right. And then, and also, I feel like every time I go to the big box stores like Home Depot or Lowe's, I feel like they put low light tags on all their plants. And you look at them no. and you're like, a bird of paradise is a really high light plant. They need a lot yeah, of light. Yeah, little bitches. And <laughs> I got spider mites on oh, one of mine no. twice. 
they probably just want people to buy those because right. people are buying them for like offices because right. we're all stuck in tiny little square so, apartments and office buildings and that is probably the best way to sell plants. Right. So I would do do your research first before you buy a plant. And I was going to say no impulse buying, but that's that's more of a do that's, as I say, not as I do because yeah. I am the biggest plant. I was going to say, are you the one to give that advice? Yeah, I, I am. I I'm call my own self out. I am an impulse plant buyer. I am for the impulse plant buying you if you see a plant that sings out to you just like you need to have that plant then that's a plant that is calling you for a reason and i think you should explore that and see what it's what you learn from it or mm-hmm. how you like it and maybe it'll just be a part of your portfolio and with time you grow that maybe that's beautiful you can that's grow beautiful. with a plant see what um, happens. so sun you know south facing to wrap it up sun sun south facing is the best north is like eh, but make sure you have the right plant for the right window yeah you want to focus on, not focus on, but if you have south-facing or south-facing windows, just, you know, that you're in, you have the potential to have almost all kinds of plants. Right, right. Whereas if you only have north or if you're like kind then of like in shadows because yeah, sure. you're in like an apartment, maybe kind of like, cold and gloomy. Yeah. And if you want to get like really experienced, we can talk about grow lights, but maybe a different, maybe Karen, when you come back, we can talk about like more stuff. Yeah. But do you do you fertilize? Are you a fertilizer? Um, I did at one point when I was super obsessed and wanted the best for my plants. Mm-hmm. Um, I did burn one of my palm plants trying to, but a palm plant. I, they said it was good for indoors, but it's it was seasonal, especially when I was living in New York. But that's it thrives more in like South. Yeah, other palms zones. are hard. Yeah, and it was I tried, so I learned with that one, knowing that I can very well kill it. So. I learned you can burn the shit out of yeah, a plant's really roots. And yeah. so ever since then, I read the directions and I do less than what the directions yeah. say. Yeah. Just to be on the safe side. Wait, how do you burn them with the, the fertilizer? It's like too fertilizer. much, yeah. Yeah. Too much, too much um, nutrients are like right. just stuff It's like crammed too much retinol in your skin. You yeah, it's like you want to give them water, but like has like some nutrients in it just so that it can absorb it with time. But if you pack it with a ton of shit, it's like, oh my God, this is so much. We don't know what to do with it. And we don't have enough water to filter this shit out. And there's a couple of different ways you can fertilize your plants. You can get those little spikes. Oh, yeah. You can do liquid fertilizer. That's what I do. I, I have like a little, liquid, yeah, because yeah, then you can dilute the living shit out of it. Or yeah. you could just buy like really fertile soil. And I think that's probably the easiest is to buy like. The only thing with fertile soil for me is just like, I feel like it's, it stays too moist for too long and yeah. it doesn't dry up properly. And I just feel like. I think for want... beginners though, yeah. if you're a beginner and you forget to water, water your plant for like weeks at a time, a good, yeah. it's probably, probably having like a moist fertile soil might it's be best. You, yeah. I fertilize my, now that we're coming into spring, I used to fertilize my plants in the winter. I fertilize them like once every two months, once every month. Mm, now that month. we're in the spring. I got to up that to probably every other week to every week, especially with the bonsais, but that's a different thing. That makes sense. I used to do it once a month and mm-hmm. it's only because I would use a whole gallon of water because I had a lot of plants in my apartment in Brooklyn. Yeah. It was like above 50 and it would take me Whoa. out like three hours to water. Yeah, it's like a whole morning long. event for me it, to water. Yeah. I, I've broken it up because I have my main room plants and I have my bedroom plants. They can get overwhelming. I break it up. Bedroom plants are on one day and then main room plants are on a different day. Yeah. So I would use a gallon of water and then I would filter the liquid fertilizer into it and dilute it. And then I would just make sure to have enough so that it was, it would feed all the plants. And then I would just have them all fertilized at the same time. And then I would only do that once. 
because I was just giving them time to adjust so I don't burn them all. And then they all can get a little bit of food yeah. as opposed to like packing some with more. If yeah. That makes sense. I know Plant Daddy podcast, uh, those folks on that lovely podcast, they do they have a lot of tropical they i think they both have over 100 it's it's a lot and they say that they they're all mostly tropical so they fertilize every time they water with just like the tiniest tiniest amount that makes sense it's kind of like supplemental with vitamins yeah 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 it's good for you do you have any recommendations for beginners beginner plants for people who want to get into plants but they're like i kill everything i touch well, there's options, you know, there's people who, like I said, like to be hands on or like, like to get their hands dirty. Cause yeah. Being a plant parent kind of requires you to get your hands dirty sometimes. So you have to be comfortable with getting your, you know, putting your hands in soil and kind of messing with mud and sometimes moving a little bit of roots around and separating, you know, just playing with plants. Like yeah. I like plants that I can touch. You yeah. can't touch all plants. I like cactus. I fucking hate cactus because I, I can't touch them. We could spend a whole podcast talking about how much I hate succulents. Yes. I hate them. Uh, yeah. The only like ones succulents. <laughs> they're the only ones I've had like success with. That's you see, now this is them. this is why I feel like everybody has like you probably don't have to water them often. Obviously, yep. you don't, right? Yep. So you probably are the perfect parent for a cactus because you don't have to worry about right. it. Right. There, I am a cactus person. They're meant for me. Yeah. yeah. Except I always poke myself, so I don't like cactus. <laughs> I do like succulents, though. <laughs> the only succulent that I think is acceptable is a jade and an aloe. I feel like aloe oh, is yeah, somewhat aloe's easier. It. That's okay. Yeah. Honest, I I don't have a successful aloe. I've killed two. I <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. I yeah, like it from I've, afar. I've stopped with the aloe. What, yeah. What kind of plant is my goth plant? Because I'm impressed oh, with how long I've that is alive. a purple passion. And I'm really impressed because so I gave Grace a purple passion plant, which is like it looks like it's like purple velvety leaves. And it's really cool. And apparently has really stinky flowers once it starts to most people snip off all the flower buds because they're so foul smelling. Did I tell you that? No. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> get ready. Oh, I'm excited for spring. Um, it has these orange flowers. The only thing about the purple passion is it lasts like a max of like five to seven years. But I thought that was that a pretty is good goal for you. Years <laughs> longer than I've ever fucking kept any <laughs> plant al- alive. And so. your your plant, I think I don't know what direction that window is, but it is like thriving. I have mine in a west facing window, but it's in like an area of high light, and it's doing okay. But yours is just like loving, loving life, and well, I don't know why. You know what? First of all, I talk to her. I do talk to her. I'm gonna I, talk to my. Plants. I tell her she's a beautiful girl. I tell her she's growing nice and strong, and I'm so proud of her. Beautiful. And yeah, we call her. What did the you golf plant. say to your chili pepper plant that died? I said you're I a, don't care. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you said oh, to that. You're a disappointment to all of us here in the family. <laughs> you suck the life out of everything. Yeah, oh, actually, Karen, I know you were talking about how plants do better when they're within a plant community. So it's probably not great for my other plants to keep that dead plant amongst mm-hmm. my Yeah, plants. it's no. like looking at a corpse. Yeah. I should probably like, get Oh my God, it. that could be us at any moment. Well, let's panic all the time. Oh. Yeah. I wonder if this. I wonder if this also applies to me keeping a collection of bones around my house. You know, in the same yeah. in the same um, vein. I wouldn't say. That. Do, <laughs> do you feel different. like it affects your energy? Do you feel like no? It, no, kidding. it makes you happy. Yeah. So then, no, it has. I don't have any human skills, so I'm not like that's No, you're not, not yet. You've already Ooh, passed through the cycle of them rotting. You just have their remains. That, that's different. I so feel. if I had like a plant skeleton, that'd be one thing. But like an actively dying <laughs> slash recently deceased plant is probably not the best. Yeah, people probably, in my not. Community. Yeah. probably not. Yeah, probably right. not. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. one day I'll get rid of that. Yeah. Will one of you help me? Yeah. 
Just yeah. throw it away. Yeah, I, I will do that <laughs> after we record. Yeah, I've been I've been waiting for this moment for you to ask me to throw it away. Don't even wait. Just okay. see a dead plant. Just because be like, I water all your other plants, and I just I feel bad about like actually deleting one of your plants. It's deleted itself, so I deleted it. So just toss it. All right. All right. But I think good starter plants are the pothos, which is a big viney one. I think that's like. Someone wants a pothos plant. I have plenty of clippings. I'll mail them to you or something if you want a pothos. They are so easy. So easy. I have one. It's in a. It's in my grandmother gave it to me. It's huge. I've clipped it back so many times. It asks for nothing. I water it. You know, maybe once a month. It's in a pot. It breaks all the rules. It's in a pot with no holes. That's probably why you water once. Once, water once, it once yeah. I have never. I've only repotted it once. And it's just like, it's just like keeps delivering. It's great. It loves life and I love it. And then a philodendron is another one. That one's great because there's so many philodendrons and they all look different. There's also a lot of pothos too. There's variegations in all plants. Oh, there's that's like right. Mutations. The marble pothos. Yes. Marble that's queen. Marble She's queen. A beauty and it looks like a mutation really. Yeah. That's it's really the, cool. Yeah. But I like philodendrons. I think, I think if I were to buy another, uh, lately I've been only getting um, more bonsais, but if I were to buy another leafy plant, it would be another leafy philodendron i love those too they're heart-shaped leaves heart-shaped leaves i have one that's a it's a it's a prince of orange and it's so cool so when it makes a new leaf it's orange and eventually when it gets old it turns green i don't that's the one philodendron i don't have i have the mccann's the original all green one oh yeah yeah. the neon one the neon one is so pretty i can give you a clipping i can propagate it oh heck yeah yeah we can trade i don't know if i can give you a clipping the the Prince of Orange is, I don't think it grows like no, a vine. it grows up, right? Like, yeah, it grows yeah, up. So somewhere. it's a little different. I'll give you a different clipping. I'll give you bonsai. I think those are the best ones. Snake plants are great. Super low maintenance. Right. You can put them in a corner, forget about them for a month right. or so. And I think if you have a trouble figuring out when to water, I think peace lily is your best bet because they're so dramatic. These bitches will look like they are dead. They're so droopy. And then you give them like a little drop of water and they're like, oh, just kidding. Everything's fine. See, that might be best for ADHDers because I find that I only think I only remember to water plants when I can physically see like, oh, you're not doing so great. I think I know what your next plant should be. It should be an Oxalis triangularis. It's that purple one that goes to sleep at night and they close. It's like three purple velvety looking leaves. They're actually an outdoor and they're a little invasive, I think, if I'm not mistaken, but they're dramatic and they will tell you, hey, bitch, you got to water us because <laughs> that's what I need. Hey, hey, and they, they flower sometimes. Little like oh. flowers. Okay. happy. Yeah. I love my peace lily. I actually put my peace lily. I made a mistake and I put her in a terracotta pot, which I think I should have put her in a plastic pot because they like require being... so much water. Yeah. So, but I'm a chronic overwaterer. So it kind of works out because I'm always watering her, but because I need to, because if I don't overwater her, I'll overwater someone else who cares. <laughs> Wait, will you explain <laughs> real quick the terracotta thing? Oh, okay. So terracotta pots are made out of clay and they're porous and they absorb water. So when you put a plant in a terracotta pot, the water will absorb through the pot and it will evaporate quicker. So if you have a plant that likes to be dry and have the roots dry out completely before you rewater it, you got to put that lady in a terracotta pot because it will help it dry out faster as instead of like a, a plastic pot, which will just kind of like hold moisture in. And it allows, it only allows the air to escape from the top of the soil because the plastic kind of suffocates and traps everything in there. Right, right. It sets yourself up for root rot, which is when the roots get like super moist and they just kind of rot away. Which is how I killed my avocado plant. Mm. 
Learned the hard way. I have so many root rot plants. The other question is like, how do you pick out a good plant? Was that one of Kylie's questions? What was her question? Um, well, Kylie's question. Oh, Kylie from Dark Down East, our friend, yes. our pod queen. Kylie was the one who first insisted that this we have this segment so we can episode. answer her personal plant questions. Yeah. I just, I'm sorry. I just realized we never answered if we can bring indoor plants outside. Oh, yes. That was another question that Danielle had. If we can bring indoor plants outside. And I would say yes, but with uh, rules, with yeah. conditions. And because indoor plants are not used to getting that much sunlight. So you don't want to like overwhelm them with sunlight because their leaves will burn. And my mom has done this Mm -hmm. multiple times, despite me saying, hey, you're burning your plants. If you bring an indoor plant outside to get more sun, make sure it's only out for like a little bit or it's not in like full sun. If it's in like a partial shade area and kind of monitor it until it kind of gets used to the outdoor stuff, outdoor light. All right, I have a question coming to you from Kylie Lowe from Dark Down East, ah. who personally requested slash demanded that we make this segment and answer answer her personal plant questions. Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. So she wants to know, well, first of all, she has a question about transplanting, but before that, she wants to know if buying her plants at Trader Joe's is a sin. I say no. I say no. No. I, you know, everybody's like, you should get them from a local nursery. And that's, you know, sometimes you don't have a local nursery near you or it's very expensive. And Trader, I think Trader Joe's has good plants. They have a good plant selection. Yeah, and I would say when you're picking out a plant, just just look. It would be great to go to a local nursery, but just make sure you do your research or when after you impulse buy it, do your research after. Yeah. And then or the big thing <laughs> is don't do what I do. You got to look for bugs because when you have plants grown at these like super facilities, they usually get bugs. So try to get one without bugs. Yeah. You always want to check that for sure. Check the roots also. If you can pop it out, let's try. You can oh. look at the roots. Yeah. I never, I've never done that, but I should. Yeah. Under, check the underside of the leaves. Check between the stems, like where the stems kind of meet, where the trunk is at the bottom. Mm-hmm. You want to look around those crevices and then pull it out from its nursery pot and then check the roots because sometimes they can be hiding there before oh. exposing themselves on the foliage. Hmm. I had yeah, no I idea. Yeah, the hard way. I brought mealybugs to my house. Oh, with a man, I am still dealing with mealybugs and I don't know if that one's going to survive. Get alcohol. Little cotton swabs with yeah. alcohol and just kind of roll them away from it. Oh, kind of I've just, been getting tweezers and picking no, them off no, one get, by get one. Get a Q-tip and dip it in alcohol. It just immediately kills them and also disinfects the the area that they were in. That's such a great idea. Mm-hmm. I gotta go home. I gotta get it to my plants. Sorry. All right, this yeah. episode is over. I'll, I'll finish the rest of this okay. episode. Yeah, <laughs> people will not be happy. All right, another question from Kylie. Yes, is for transplanting pots. Yes. I know enough to know that we're doing this episode around springtime because spring is a time when it's not the best time, but it is a time when you can repot your plants without killing them. Yes. She wants to know how big of a pot are plants like goldfish and they will grow to the size of the tank they're in and what kind of soil should she use? Uh, Basically, how do you trans? How do you? How do you repot a plant? So I say if you wait for it to be dry, you don't want to try to repot a plant that's already been watered. So a dry plant allows you to get rid of all the old soil while you're... I would also say, (sighs) I want to start with a tarp. Get a tarp because it can be messy. Okay, I've learned... Or go outside. Yeah. If you have outside space. I'm just so used to doing shit in my apartment. Yeah, I I just make a mess (laughs) and I just clean it up. Yeah, that's it can be messy. But yeah, so get your, you know, get rid of the old dirt soil. 
soil. Yeah, don't reuse the soil because it could have, it, it's probably all the nutrients are used exactly. up. Exactly. It, it's just Get new stuff. sterile. Yeah. So you're going to like pull the plant, like gently work your way out, yeah. but, like pull the plant fully out of the dirt. Yeah, and, like, a little get... trick I like to do is kind of like where how I smashed our hard-boiled egg, just like roll it on its side. Oh, that's what it on its side. And then roll onto or gently push on the nursery pot so you can kind of like separate it from the roots and then you can pop it out easy and then from there you just hold your plant ab above your head and you can be able to not above your head but like try so you can see underneath the roots so that you can get rid of all that oil, old soil shake it out or do whatever you have to do but be gentle and then with your fresh soil you kind of want to see depending on what plant you have if it's a plant that likes to be dry i'd get or orchid bark and perlite and mix it with your soil and Make it either aerated or if it likes to not be or it likes to be watered often, just get like the fertilized soil that uh, Kristen mentioned where it just yeah it stays wet longer. I would say for a plant beginner, I'm, I'm interrupting you. I'm sorry. No, good, I would get if, if you're a plant beginner, I would get a classic potting soil mix. I would get extra orchid bark and I would get extra perlite and I would just do Those are three, yeah. like for every cup of soil do like a half cup of perlite and a half cup of orchid bark yeah and go from the and like really mix it up because then you get the aeration and that would be good for like most house plants yeah it's like a, a general like you want to you're going to purchase all these things you might you're going to yeah. have enough to make for majority of your plants depending on how many you have but yeah like it, it'll be good to have that as a basic uh, medium for most of your plants because a lot of them don't like to sit in water roots tend to like just to be dry and or not dry but not sitting in water so that'd yeah be good and this is for indoor plants i think outdoor plants are a completely different category yeah they like compost they like compost they like to be wet they like yeah. they that's different but for regular plant house plants i would say get those three things mix up your soil and put it in, put it on in there make sure your pot has a hole and what what, what else should she ship i ship up <laughs> Sorry, I don't know. What else, what, what else does she have for questions? All right, I got one last question. All right. It's about how to, like, save a plant. She says, can you always just save a plant by picking off its dead leaves and watering it and hoping for the best? Absolutely. I've um, done that so many times. I would say yes and no if you're lucky. Mm. But you have to figure out why is it dropping leaves. Sometimes plants just drop their old leaves. Sometimes you're overwatering it. Sometimes you're underwatering it. Sometimes it has bugs. Sometimes it has root rot. Sometimes it has something fungus, else. Fungus, fungus in the soil. Yeah. Sometimes it, life sucks and you never figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but I would say you gotta, you know, if you, you start to see out a, why it's happening to begin yeah, with. Yeah. I had a bonsai that grew all these like weird black spots and I couldn't figure it out. And it was because I finally like went on the, all these bonsai forums and it ended up being a micronutrient deficiency. And I had to switch fertilizers, making sure I had that said micronutrient totally fine after that. Nice. And I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I think it was either iron or manganese. And I'm like, really, <laughs> really? Well, you learn how to communicate. Yeah. You learn how to. Yeah. And, and so it's, sometimes it's very frustrating and you don't figure it out and it just dies. I've done emergency repots at like 11 o'clock at night, getting home from a long shift. And then you're like, well, this is dying. And uh, worst comes to worst, just throw it away, Kylie. Yep. Yep. Yeah, and sometimes if they're still green on them, I feel like there's still hope. All plants want to live. So when they're, you know, just giving you a sign like, hey, this is there's something going on or something's wrong. Do something different. <laughs> like check yeah. us out. 
maybe check us for bugs. Try like checking for pests like once a month or something if you really care. If you don't, and it's fine. You know, let it die. Yeah. yeah. Kylie, if you have a question, you can text me a picture. That's totally fine. Yeah, that'll be cool. cool. All right. And last question, right? Yeah. Do you want me to go uh, yeah, we'll go to, yeah. The last question is: Is this a good hobby for people with ADHD? I think so. Hell yeah, I I do too. I think there's so much variety in it, and it can be as stressful or relaxed as you want it to be. <laughs> it is a big world, and I think that it can tailor a lot of different people. And yeah, it also allows you to hyper focus on something that's a little therapeutic. Because I find that pruning or watering or just even repotting is, you know, you're touching soil, you're touching your handling something that's living energy and you're focusing on something that's outside of you and you're not in your head. And I think that's a wonderful thing for us to just take a little break. Yeah. And I think you can also kind of tailor it to as little or as much as you want it to be. Do you want a piece lily where it's going to just drop to the ground when it's, you know, wanting water and then you give it water and you're like, okay, that's done. Or do you want to, you know, figure out your bonsai has a manganese deficiency, you know? Mm -hmm. You can make this as hardcore or as not hardcore as you want. You can invest in a bunch of stuff. You don't have to. There's really the Dollar Tree has great store uh, soil. They have great pots. They have great supplies. And they really do. They have they a have ton of great good stuff. stuff. And they're inexpensive. So because... inexpensive. Yeah, the Dollar Tree, Dollar General is where I find a lot of my pots, the plastic pots that I need for some of my plants. And, and they do great. But yeah, that's what I think that's it. We got any more. I don't think I have any more questions. Anything you want to add, Karen, on plants? I think we shared a good amount of plant stuff. Yeah. yeah. If you have any questions, you can just always share. I'm, we're yeah. always happy to give information. You can email us at weirdsofafeather at gmail.com. You can find us on Instagram. No, we, we're not wrapping it up yet. Yeah, I know, but you can DM <laughs> oh, okay. us. I'm just saying that you can DM us on Instagram because right, people we'll don't like email. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. I'm going to answer you faster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some people don't like email, myself included. So I was just saying they can talk to us on Instagram. Why was I going to say okay, on the TikTok? Sorry. Well, you can't. You can. Person <laughs> like, says that every episode. You can find us on the TikTok. God, it's like there's three of me here. God, no, we're just repeating your. Phrases. I am annoyed with myself. Um, <laughs> you got a lot of catchphrases. I apparently I didn't know I had so many catchphrases, and um, I'm embarrassed. When we eventually make stickers, I feel like there will be a lot of good Kristen catchphrases to go on stickers. Find me on the tickety talk. Yes, that's a good one. We're also going to have to at some point do the whole like are you a grace or are you a Kristen you know of like what type of personality do you feel like you have I feel like we have similar personalities though but then you don't I feel like you're both individually very different like we're very specific and you're, you're, you're similar <laughs> in some things but you're also just very I guess different. we're similar in different we're both <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we we're just cycling recycling the same words over and over yep we're just saying the same right. cut that out. <laughs> is this a good hobby for ADHD yes I have nothing more to add about plants I think we covered a lot of things it's been quite some time I think it's time to get to <laughs> finish it <laughs> finish it well steam Alternative segment. <laughs> Karen, you want to throw in uh, any DJ alternative segments? You can literally just go alternative segments or whatever. Or you, want. you know, <laughs> you don't have to. Also, you don't have to. It's it's uh, whatever you want it to be. No, I think I'm good. I think okay. I'm good right now. <laughs> 
I'm trying to blank. I think I'm what good. the fuck? <laughs> oh, oh, I don't want to do that. Uh, I don't blame you. Uh, I'm, oh, oh, secret. Secret alternatives. <laughs> This alternative segment is called Notes in My Phone. Notes in My Phone. <laughs> notes in My Phone. Where we all read <laughs> random notes we have in our phone. We are kind of infamous for making a bunch of little notes in our phone notepads of just like maybe one word or one sentence that doesn't really have any context or meaning. I just have a bunch of random notes in my phone that I guess I thought at one point was a brilliant thought. I better write this down and I'll go yeah. back through. I'm like, what the fuck? This just has like dog hamburger. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> so we're going to read our notes in my phone. Gracie, you want to go first? No, I don't have my phone. Oh, okay. So how, many, first. how many are we reading though? I, I don't mind going first. All right, you go first. Okay, because uh, I like to talk. I have a note on my phone that just says Muddy Penny Tea, and I have no idea when this was written down, why, or what it is in reference to. Muddy Penny Tea. All right. Notes in my phone. <laughs> Karen, what you got for your note in your phone? I got unsalted butter sticks. <laughs> that, that's it? That's like, it. <laughs> did you need to buy them? Yeah. You were wanting to eat them? Are they in a recipe? I think I, rem- I wanted to remind myself that I wanted to buy some, and then I never did because I don't remember the, <laughs> yeah. writing that message. Yeah. I never... I, a nice note this is home. a cemetery where my thoughts go to die. It's, I'd never <laughs> check this again. It's a perfect way to put it. Yeah. And then this random... On November 11th, 2020, I said, not just... Oh, wait. <laughs> It's okay to glance back, but don't stare. No additional text. <laughs> <laughs> so deep. That was a deep thought at one point. Why? Yeah. What uh, the fuck nice. was I doing on that? You're boy? a real philosopher. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got a note in my phone that just says good dog names. And it says Boombox. That's a good dog name. And then Martini McBride. And that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Martini McBride. That's really cute. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, notes in my phone. All right. All right. This has been Alternative Segments. Alternative Segments. All right. We are galloping in. To oh, boy. <laughs> galloping final in. Final stop of our uh, journey. Yep. Headed into town. Yep. To drop off goods. <laughs> <laughs> We're uh, part of a Im- import a convoy. Ooh, oh. Horse convoy. Yeah. Uh, where is this going? Uh, <laughs> you might it's be wondering. Time for, it's <laughs> we're going to. Is it for into our pizza? Yeah, we're going yeah, into we're pizza secrets. Trying to go into. We're just trotting our way there. Just <laughs> galloping, and I don't know why I think of a horse going into a river for some reason. Oh, brings me to my pizza secret. Does it? Is it river related? Yes. Oh, Oh, we got a river related. We've got a real transition. Don't get too excited. Uh, I'm. I've never been more excited. (laughs) All right, Uh, let's let's throw that uh, pizza secret song at him, shall we, ladies? I'm ready. Pizza secrets. Tell me your secrets. Pizza secrets. Pizza nice. secrets. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. All right, Karen, we've been waiting with baby breath to hear this pizza <laughs> oh, secret. <baby> your <laughs> river related pizza <laughs> secret. <laughs> Let's hear it. Shit. Oh god. I've been thinking for weeks about this. Like I did not know what to what to say for my pizza secret, honestly. And uh, the other day we were talking about something and it reminded me it was shit. We were talking about shit. And then it reminded me of that time that I was it was ten years ago. I can say this confidently now and without shame. I am not sorry. I should be, 
but I am not. <laughs> I, I like where this is going. <laughs> I was in Dominican Republic celebrating my cousin's wedding. And we were on a little excursion at a river. And I needed to use the bathroom really, really bad. And the one bathroom they had there was clogged to the rim. Ooh, and oh, gross. I walked my way back to our little spot on off the river and I didn't know what to do. And I actually no, that's why I knew what to do. I went into the river, I plopped into a little little person and my friend Sarah came with me. God bless her soul. She went with me to the bathroom and she was like, Well, we can take some toilet paper with us. I was like, I don't think I need that because I took a shit in the river. <laughs> and <laughs> It was a runny and spicy shit. Oh, no. Uh, yep, yep. I can say, I don't even know how I'm saying this out loud right now, but it's true. And oh, no. I was at the top of the river. Oh, and, no. And everyone that was at the bottom of the stream just got a stream of water filtered with my shit in it. I don't, oh. I don't. I don't regret what I did. I needed to use the bathroom bad. And it was spicy, so I'm happy it was in a very cold river because it was felt very yeah, good. It's like nature's bidet. Yeah, I just I just hope no one drank from that water before oh. I grew like, up. Uh. Yeah, in the water too. That was fucking awful. And I can't believe I did that, but I did. Smart to do it upstream. Yeah. Yeah, I mean I couldn't walk down to pass them. Oh, so, too late. Yeah. Past the point of no return. Yeah, I yeah. just had to do what I had to do. Sometimes you got to shit upstream in a river. Yeah. And that's just like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I... No. Oh, my no. God. Uh, I don't want to relive that anymore. I'm done. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing. Yeah, thanks very for sharing. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, Princess Sigrid. Because we're human. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. things happen. Yeah. All right. Give us a little... Princess Sigrid. Piece of <laughs> <laughs> All right, Karen, thank you for getting vulnerable and sharing that piece of secret. <laughs> You're a great in safe secret. company. Yes. Yeah. Do you want us to share pizza secrets? Or no, I think we'll just just do Karen's. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think that's good because it's long enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Karen's secret is enough for all three of us. Yeah, I feel that's like. quite the pizza secret. I feel your pain in that secret. And I don't think you should be sorry because right. you did what you had to do. I had to. Yeah. yeah. All right. They gave me no choice. <laughs> They. <laughs> the people who clogged, the people who clogged the toilet gave me. Yeah, no they brought it upon themselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the horse has crossed the shit river and is now galloping. He said gallops. He galloped. He galloped across. Galloped across the river. He's got shitty hooves. And now he's made it to town just in time for a nice cool bath. Maybe a horse bath. Yeah. Uh, do horses take baths? You know what? I don't know anything about horses. Yeah, I know very little. Uh, they have four legs. For the amount of time I read Black Beauty, you would think I would retain something else besides... Uh, Mary Legs? Mary Legs. Mary Legs. No, you know what? I So I asked my mom again, and she said, yeah, you went through a Mary Legs time, but then you also went through a time where you wanted to be called Black Beauty Ginger Mary Legs all at once. <laughs> wow. Uh, Power uh, of three <laughs> horses in one. <laughs> Uh, but that's for a later date. Um, yeah, somehow we're talking about horses when uh, it's time to wrap up the show. We've headed into town. We've dropped off our goods, and now it's time Hor horse to... Horse bath. 
take a horse bath. <laughs> We've reached that time on the show where it's time to take a horse bath. So that means that we're going to get on out of here. Uh, Karen, thank you so, so yeah, much for Yeah, thank you so much, us. Karen. This was a phenomenal episode. Yeah. Thank you for sharing fun. your plant knowledge and your pizza secrets and your quirks. <laughs> uh, yeah, especially that pizza secret. That's, that's heavy. <laughs> I bet you you're looking at me different. <laughs> no. no I, in, a good, I, in a good way. I, I am a hiker and I know the feeling of needing to poop where there's no bathroom. <laughs> Didn't you wish there was a river? Uh, I, wish, I wish there was a river. Yeah, I had to dig a ditch and it was not fun. A river's kind of the best place to go. If right? Yeah, I, I have think to it was outside. just flowing yeah. through like... Yeah, you're both flowing. They probably flowing. flew right by them. They didn't even know. Yeah. 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 Until now. <laughs> Their mouths are open wide. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's so gross. It's so gross. Oh, it's so funny. Um, yes, we've headed into the station. We've dropped off our no, goods. No, we're past that. We're past that. <laughs> we've, we're, we need a horse bathe. Yep. Uh, so, Karen, if people want to reach out to you, do you have any place where they can drop you a little line and say hello? Yeah, if, if you, you don't have to share. No, I like that. I like welcome. I like talking to fucking strangers. I feel like my internet friends are a nice little community of people that I've, like, you know, picked like the friends that i get to pick you know and oh. if you vibe with my energy then you feel that we can get along then be my friend i'm welcoming to everybody and you can find me on instagram because i like to share my stories a lot for some reason i don't know why when i'm in the mood you'll see it when i'm not you won't um it's underscore two times and sweet cheeks on instagram nice and that'll be in the show notes under resources if you want to connect with yeah. karen are you promoting anything no just okay. how to live a happy life excellent what more is there? You know? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I was just trying to find. If you're trying to reach Grace and I at the Wolf, you can email us at. I forgot. Our... Weirds of a Weather. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the name of our podcast. At a moment. At a moment. Uh, you can email us at Weirds of a Feather at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Weirds of a Feather. And you can find us on the t- Tickety Talk. The Tickety Talk, apparently. <laughs> I, I, I hate myself. Um, <laughs> you can find us on the hick- Tickety the hickety Talk. The Hickety Tickety Talk. <laughs> we know a lot about TikTok. And you can tell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, we will be back next week with. I uh, was going to say what episode's coming next week, but. Don't. We'll figure that out when we get there. Yeah, I shouldn't do that to myself. <laughs> It'll be what it is. Uh, <laughs> we have an episode planned. We just forgot. Yeah. That we planned that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, reach out to us on the emails, on the Instagrams, on the TikToks. We would love to hear from you. you follow us wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, like, and read a review. <laughs> Go read a review about us. See how other people feel about us. <laughs> One more time, and then I'm it. not allowed to say it. All right. um, listen to us wherever you get your podcasts, wherever that may be. And then you can... <laughs> so then what you're going to do... <laughs> You can rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Stitcher, Podbean, and the other ones. It's Bean. Oh. The last time, it's Podbean. I am butchering this ending. All right, let's just, let's just end it. Wait. Karen's got a great bird call yeah, for us. Wait. So, Karen, you got should, we, should we do ours first? Karen's like the cherry on top. Okay, we don't have to. Yeah, Karen, why don't you start with Squawk Us Out? See, that's like so peaceful. So now Chris and I are going to come in with a little. <laughs> <laughs> People's ears are bleeding. <laughs> Karen, that was lovely. Yeah, Thank that you was for lovely. embarrassing Thank you. us. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, once again, another guest has really just like 
put us to shame with our bird sounds. Yeah, we should probably work on those. Yeah, I think we need a professional. Yeah. Okay. Right. Oh my god. It's so graceful. It's just so lovely. I gotta end it there. Yeah. All right, bye guys. Bye. <laughs>